and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. On today's show, NRLW star Julia Robinson calls out trolls and starts a hashtag show your muscles movement. Plus the nail biting end to the AFL season, the blowouts in the NRL and our predictions for the men's finals. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Marlon Silva and as always, I'm joined by my somewhat in pain co-host Keely Silver next to me who I'll get to reflect on that in a moment and Georgia Moore who's all the way in London town. Girls how were your weeks? Keely I'm going to start with you because you came into my house bedroom which has become our studio because we're being too lazy to go into the actual studio limping wincing asking for painkillers what has happened that sounds so dramatic because i'm asking for painkillers i need like anti-inflammatories this is my issue i gave you voltaren that helps um i had my league tag major semi-final on sunday and um played on some pretty average field and pretty much just slipped over I um, actually got tripped over, which is fine. But I slipped and grazed all up my shin. Yeah, it's uh, a pretty heavy. It's really gross and heaps pussy and stuff. But it's one of those ones that just takes the first layer of your skin. Um, so it, it weeps a lot and it's really painful. And it's I, my legs are actually a bit swollen. So I just need some anti-inflammatories. Oh, wowee. But otherwise, how was your week? Um, my week was good. I um, had a bit of a quiet weekend. Minus Sunday night when I decided to randomly Oh, yeah, that up. was really random. Yeah, hey? look, I blamed two close friends of mine, one of them who I travelled Europe with, so do the math. Um, anyways, my week was good. The darts were on Saturday night, which was entertaining. I don't know if you know they were in, down in Wollongong. I was really sad I wasn't there. Wow. However, I will continue to pursue my dream of getting to the darts in Australia every August. And... NRLW was on. Um, I have to – yeah, that was fun. No, there was something else I was going to say. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? There was something else. <sighs> oh, my week ahead is very exciting because Touch Footy starts this Friday night. I know. And I'm really excited. I know you are. <laughs> and I have a grand final on Sunday. Oh. And we're playing at Shark Park. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sad. Shark Park Sunday morning if you're bored. <laughs> Georgia Moore, how was your week? My week was good. I um, had a music festival on the weekend, which I went to field day, which was loads of fun. Saw uh, Peggy Goo, definitely the act of the day. It was very hot in London, so it was a great day out. But yeah, not much else to report from this side of the pond, really. Making the most of the end of summer. Marley Silva, how was your week? My week was good. I had a very big working weekend. So much footy. Oh, my God. So much footy. It was just – All the footy. Oh, it was a lot. And went up to Newcastle, which I do very often these days, can I say, and got to get my first taste back of NRLW for this season, and it was just bloody amazing. We're going to get into a bit more of that later in the show, but I just love I just love women's footy. I got to go down to the Dragons and um, film some stuff, which you probably would have seen me sharing on socials, and I've got more things coming up, so it's just great at the moment. Everything's great, even though I sound snotty and grossed. I'm, I'm com- perfectly healthy, I promise. It's just, just COVID positive. My body hates me at the moment, so... Anyway, with that, we'll get into the first segment. Feedback feels with kills. 
I'm going to start off with some of the DMs we got this week. Um, some of our feedback. All from OG listeners of the show. And Molly's going to eat her muffin while I do this. English muffin, not a chocolate chip. Oh, muffin, yeah. Peanut butter on an English muffin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really nutritious dinner. Anyways, uh, Ryder Cat. Hey, Ryder. How are you? Um, they sent, oh, my. I consumed today's et while running in the Melbourne rain. It's pissing down. Stepped in a puddle, ankle deep, lost a shoe in the wet sand, and slipped on my ass on muddy grass. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's such a Marley Silver move. I would have loved to have seen that. None of it mattered, partly because I was the only idiot out, so no one saw me, which is a win, but mostly because you guys tackle the complex and give good perspective. Thanks again, love your work. Which is really nice. Um, also said, P.S., super jealous of Marley getting to the Fearless Premier. Premier. <laughs> yep, English, very good. Mm, mm. Um, then we had Ellie. Hey, Ellie, how are you? <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking everyone how they are today, but anyway... I uh, was super touched about that mental health chat and definitely a well-reminded message to check in with others. Thanks for that, Ellie. And then Gabs, good old Gabs, Gabrielle Crotty. She sent us a message which Marley and I actually did speak about. And I actually spoke about this with a few other people. She said, oh my God, Jesse Southwell, I'm calling it now Rookie of the Year, which is a great early call because she played freakish. I'm just going to repeat something that I repeated when I was doing sideline in that game. Every time she touched the ball, from the get-go, the whole crowd just did that thing that always happens when it's a superstar player. Yeah. Everyone starts going, oh, the second that she touched the ball. She's an absolute freak. Yeah. Freak nature, um, which we love to see. The other thing I wanted to touch on, which is also about NRLW. First of all, I got three out of three for my tips. Did you? I didn't do tipping. Okay. Well, I did. Just saying. I would have picked it, but. Okay, sure you would. Uh, I hey, I'm. Can I give you my season tip? Who? Dragons, baby. Yeah. Big, okay. Oh, big ways. Yeah, they they play great. Oh, they look good. Um, the one thing I wanted to say, and I won't say his name because I won't throw him under the bus. But I was in the gym with some of the Jersey Flag Sharks players, and one of them has a girlfriend who plays NRLW. And he was having a chat with the boys and they were having a – and I, to be fair, I kind of eavesdropped. I didn't join in on the conversation. I just listened from afar. Um, they were having a full-on discussion about who's a gun, who they think's overrated, who they – like not in a bad way but, you know, how we talk about NRL players and what bets they had on for first try scorer and any time try scorer and the, the bets that they were putting on. How good is that? That is a testament to the era that we're in. I know. I was I like, just say that before I swallowed my muffin because <laughs> that is the best. I was literally like, this is hectic. Yeah, I was really stoked listening to that conversation. And then, yeah, some of the young boys at Sharks, under-17s boys, also commenting on players and they few of them thought Jesse Southwell was a freak and couldn't believe she was only 17 um, and that they actually watched it. So times are changing. Oh, yeah, they Which are. we always comment on, but it's nice to actually see it it's in the real. wild. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. That's love, all from me. It. Now it's time for a segment that we call Around the Grounds, where we dive into the biggest headlines in sports media from the week gone by. And this one kicked off pretty shortly um, after we recorded our episode last week, and we just missed it, but we had to talk about it. Brisbane Broncos winger Julia Robinson made headlines all over the media last week as she took to her Instagram to call out 
our, you know, the people that we harp on about all the time on this show, those bloody trolls who had decided to body shame her on a picture that was posted uh, by the Broncos Facebook page. Julia, who is quite simply shredded as, (laughs) had faceless people online try and tear her down by comparing her muscle tone to being masculine and making comments like, he's going to be a good player, etc. But rather than letting it affect her, Julia simply shared the comments uh, on her Instagram story with an important reminder to be proud of your body no matter what it looks like. She wrote, I just want to say that no one should be ashamed or self-conscious to have muscles. It shows dedication and hard work. I love my muscles. And because there are good people in the world, there was a swift response of support and love by many of Julia's teammates, colleagues in the NRLW, other rugby league names like the Tigers NRL men's player, Jackson Hastings, who tweeted, what's wrong with people after this week alone? You'd think people would check themselves. Well done to Julia for calling them trolls out. Absolute burgers, which is like the best insult I've heard in a while. Burgers. Um, And a personal favourite that I saw on Instagram when former Olympic swimmer, swimming superstar, absolute icon of Australian sport, Libby Trickett, uh, who shared pictures of her at her peak of her career, shredded as and reminding the public what the media had said about her back then. So this is now birthed a movement, uh, a hashtag of show off your muscles, which is seeing little girls and female athletes everywhere sharing what they're proud of while playing sport on social media. And this is, to me, is a prime example of why female athletes can have a much bigger, broader impact on positive things in our wider society. But for starters, I did get to talk to Julia, can I say, and I'll tell you a little bit about that later. But what did you think when you saw this, Keely? I just loved straight away seeing how quick people jump on to support her, Um, especially all the male athletes, not just footy players, but athletes in general who are sharing it around because I think it's nice to show those stupid idiots that the males have got you back to. I was speaking to someone, I can't think of the top of my head who it was, but we were laughing because we were like, it was those losers who message everyone. It's the same people and we're like, good luck to them running at her because yeah. she is a machine and – It was a boy, I can't remember, might have been one of my touch footy mates, but could have been at training. Anyway, it was irrelevant, it was a boy and he was like, I wouldn't run at her, you couldn't pay me to run at her. So just another good conversation and appreciation of an athlete who trains hard, male or female. Like, do you really have to make the comment? It's just stupid. It's very stupid. Um, um, Yeah, but what kind of overshadowed my frustration straight away was just how nice that it was to see everyone jump on. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, G, over there in London town? You probably would have seen this on your socials. What did you think? Yeah, I feel like it's just the same old story of one step forward, two steps back when it comes to women's sport. And I know that that might sound super pessimistic and I've been trying not to be when dealing with this story, but I just think that, well, I feel that that's how it kind of seems to be. We have like you know, all this great news around the women's Euros and the great news around the season kicking off again. And then there's just always some annoying man out there who has to rain on the parade. And I think what she's done with the response to this has been amazing. The show Off Your Muscles movement is something that, you know, young girls all around Australia and the world really need to see and get involved in. Um, But like you said, Miles, just a completely inspirational woman, Um, I think women in sport are the perfect role models and 
you know, I know I started a little pessimistic, but I think we just have to keep looking to how incredible these athletes are and hoping that every time something like this happens, we're just sort of one step closer to never having to deal with it again. I was really stoked that I was calling the um, Brisbane v Knights game in Newcastle on Sunday night because I really wanted the opportunity to grab Julia in my post-game interviews out on the field and I saw her and I grabbed her. And let me just say that she's one one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like she was so warm and happy and like excited just to have a conversation with me about the game. And then, of course, I asked her about the week and how she was feeling about it. She goes, you know... Look, it was disappointing, but it just makes me so proud that there are so many young girls now using the hashtag and um, tagging me on social media to show off their muscles, to show how proud they are. And it means so much to me. And yeah, she was like almost tearing up. I was almost tearing up. And again, I mean, we could talk about it for days and days. We could just have this whole podcast dedicated to the positive impact we think these female athletes can and are having but it was to me a really positive spin on something that started off a little bit negative and the second thing we wanted to talk about on this week's episode is of course in the men's competitions of two codes of footy first of all there were some very, very tight finishes in the AFL. So as I think we Actually, yes, I watched the AFL on yeah. Saturday night too. I mentioned With this. friend of the show, Macaulay Crossan. Oh, nice. Big AFL fan and would have been able to fill you in on some stuff, right, Kills? Yes. Um, that, yeah. It was the last regular round of the season for the AFL and the top eight was not confirmed until like the last minutes of these games. So people would have seen some reaction videos, one that was shared on our story by big Western Bulldogs fan G Moore was the one of the dogs finding out that they were making the final. So for a bit of context, this was after Collingwood claimed a top four spot and crushed Carlton's finals dreams with a really, they've all season had these come from behind victories and like clutch kicks right at the end to get them wins. So Carlton were actually chasing their first finals uh, since 2013. They led by 24 points at three quarter time, but then it all just, you know, Went to down uh, the toilet uh, and they ended up, yeah, losing by a point. They also had been in the eight the entire season. Every single week that they'd been in the eight, Carlton, up until the last minute of the last game in the last round. So intense. So intense. On a broader, you know, picture of the top eight, Geelong were the minor premiers and our Swannies finished third. Killy, are you looking forward to watching some AFL finals? We have a week off this week and then the men's kick off the following week. And on this week off, let me just say as a side note, AFLW starts. So, you know, for AFL fans, there is enough footy going around. Um, We obviously gained a great appreciation for AFL in the last two seasons probably. It's a great sport. I plan on actually getting to local AFL finals for Mac. Because he'll be in one of them. So I'm going to go to the the next one that he's in. But um, yeah, super keen. I actually just feel excited. And I know we speak about it. We're Bulldogs fans um, in all aspects of life. Um, But I'm really excited to see the Swannies go well. And I hope that they get a good result. It makes me nervous. And like there's a buzz because no matter if you're an NRL fan. uh, Well, this is from Sydney goers. Uh, Obviously in Melbourne it's a little different. I don't know why I'm referring to Melbourne 
as if she's there, but she's not. But she can still give her perspective. Lots of people have been talking about the Swannies. And lots of people are excited. And I've seen a lot of people at the games as well. It's always exciting. And it could quite possibly be Buddy's last season. Oh, let's Swans. not talk about that. That's sad. So let's get, get the flag rumors, before you rumor leave. rumour has it that we'll be gaining um, Dusty. Rumours, rumours, rumours. I say we, like I'm a Swannies supporter. They're my second team. Swannies is still my number one. Yeah, true. I just wasn't on that bandwagon last year because they weren't in the grand final. Yeah, okay. And I and we went to and we love the Bulldogs, <laughs> Bulldogs AFLW game and the like. Yeah, so. true, true, true. Yeah, no. we love the Swans. I do love the Swans. I'll be backing them in the AFLW season as well. Anyway, uh, in, the, in that first round of the finals, the games will go as follows: Geelong will play Collingwood. Uh, the Melbourne Demons will play the Swannies. Frio will play the Western Bulldogs, which is an elimination final. And the Brisbane Lions will play the Tigers. So that will be an elimination one as well. So really interesting stuff to watch out for. I love finals footy. It is so crazy that we're at that time of year already. This year has flown by. On the other code, there was a history uh, making record breaking round in the NRL this past weekend with the most points ever scored since the beginning of the 16 team era in 2007. A total of 466 points. Keely, there were some big winners and some really big losers in this. I actually didn't Did realize you how watch bad any it was. Of it? Yeah. I didn't – like, looking at that now written down, I'm like, oh, shit, that's actually really bad. Um, I managed to watch a little bit of all of them, to be honest. Like, I didn't watch one full game. Um, but we watch, mo- we mo- watch most of the Melbourne one, Melbourne v Brisbane on Friday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, where were we? We had dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, I watched a bit of the Roosters game, got bored, um, watched a, a lot of the Sharks game. Got bored. Um, watched the Eels Dogs game. Was sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Melbourne Broncos. Watched the first half. Got bored. Like <laughs> that sounds so shit from me, but that was just how I feel. <laughs> well, I can tell you in the Melbourne one though. I was going, oh, Melbourne's back. In I the know. Big way, I know. Very scary. Harry um, bloody Grant. I know. What a man. The Cowboys as well, like, they're just flying. Yeah. Um, everyone wants to turn around and say, the Roosters are coming in strong. I don't know. It's hard They looked to good, Keely. I was right there. I was yeah, a couple metres away. They look good. I just – and I spoke to a really, really big Roosters fan this morning at work, and he was like, I don't think they can win it, but it's good to finish the season strong. And I said, fair enough. Can I, I tell you something? What? Uh, again, I called that game – this is not just a recap of what I'm – doing with my commentary but I called the Roosters Tigers game on Saturday night and on the text line on ABC radio there's some people can text in stuff and someone did a comparison to when the Bulldogs finished eighth in the 1995 season and the Chookies could finish in eighth here and there was a lot of comparisons actually that would be cool finishing in eight them having like some mid-season transfer players for the dogs, it was Rocket Rod Silver coming from East. Them having – the dogs at the time had the, the best player in the competition in Terry Lamb. And this texter said that James Tedesco is the best player and by a lot of people he is considered the best player. Um, and there was like a lot of like interesting comparisons there. So if – To be honest – I think if anyone could do it, it could be this team. To be honest, if that happened, that would be sick because yeah. anyone who can come from eighth and be in the grand final – 
Like it's just that's just so cool. Yeah, like, and it's such a good flex. Yeah. So I think it'd be really exciting. It'd be interesting. The thing that I've been looking at is what. And I posted a few weeks ago on Instagram and it was the race of the finals, best and worst finishes. Mm, yes. And it's like already flipped on yeah, its yeah, head. Yeah. So at that point, the Roosters were sitting in eighth and Broncos were in six and now they've like swapped. Yeah. Um, Eels might be sitting above them. I'll get you a live update right now. And can I just say, of those games, right, the one that was I think the most telling and the most interesting because for the most part those were – top eight teams versus bottom eight teams, right, for all those big score lines. Yeah. The only one that wasn't was the Melbourne Broncos one. Yeah. And that to me is the most telling. And I think at the end of the day, obviously away from these sorts of conversations, we have a bias. We know who we want to be premiers this year. And I think it would not surprise anyone if we told people who who we want to see in that grand final and to win. But as a straight up footy fan, someone who can appreciate the institution of – teams like Melbourne, I love seeing this. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love seeing this quality. I love seeing them be absolutely decimated by injury and all this sort of stuff. Like, they have lost so many of their players. Yeah. They have to do all these like, late season Monks trains. has been in fullback. Like, oh, like, wow. unbelievable. And again, they just look so good. I, and obviously, G would be in full agreement here, and I'm sure she's about to tell us um, what she thinks about the whole situation. But that was the one that I came away from this weekend going, Uh-oh. oh, oh. Because at the beginning of the season, I said, I, I can't see Melbourne not winning. Yeah, this not, was the beginning yeah, of the season. Yeah, yeah, like, true. they're going to win the premiership this yeah. year. And mind you, we're talking about these teams, and we're not even talking about Penrith. I know, Penrith hasn't even come up. No, and that's yeah. only because they were the closest game. Yeah. The first game of the round, and that was, it was, it was against South. But However, that was a good game. It was a good game, and it's exciting because Penrith are just going to go back to full strength. Luai's already back this week. Yeah, okay. It's all interesting. Oh. It's all happening. Oh, man. This um, is, it's the greatest game of all. The, the, so that bottom four have flipped their spots from the that NRL finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's... It went from South Broncos, Para Roosters to Para Roosters, South Broncos. Can I say as well, so, there's been a lot of chat about another friend of the show, Dylan Brown. Yeah, I know. In form in a big way, mate. Yeah. I, Holy. This has been his season to make a name for himself. Absolutely. He's, he's, he's been good. killing it. Um, great to see. We love that. And just finally on like a, another one of a friend of the show, the Broncos, I think the biggest- Paddy Carrigan. Yeah, the, the big change in the, yeah. their whole play. He'll, he's, he'll be is back. Him, is him not this being week there? Or next week? I think it's made a massive difference. Yeah. He'll be back soon, like, I think. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, But yeah, the, the top eight is looking interesting. I don't think- a lot of people would have put uh, the Cowboys at second. No, no At the beginning way. of the season, absolutely not. Yeah. We do love that, Bart. No, I love I it. I love seeing the cows. I know, there. I know. It's I actually so would, um, we'll talk about our predictions. Alrighty. So to wrap up this, we've got to do some predictions. Just some vibes. Like what, what are we feeling? What's going to happen? As, you know, as you far want, as we're concerned. Do you want my, like, my, my vote from my heart and then my vote from yeah, my head? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Heart and head. Yeah. Okay. Um, my heart, fairy tale ending, would love Cronulla vs Storm. <laughs> <laughs> like 2016 repeat. And to Cronulla to win. Yes. <laughs> Total 2016 repeat. Yeah. Or Cronulla Cowboys. 
Yeah, Cronulla Cowboys would be interesting. Because, and we've spoken about it before, but if you weren't in the Shire in 2016, you just don't understand how insane it was. We need this again. You yeah. can feel the buzz already just because they're playing good. Yeah. Um, the dogs game's already – it was sold out for two weeks. Yeah. Anyway. And I'm like, I'm so emotionally invested in them as a team. Yeah. Um, I would love to see – Wait, sorry, can I just talk about 2016? Because I begrudgingly was going for Cronulla then. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I yeah, I wasn't. I hated Cronulla like, my whole and life. in my head I was like, if they lose, I'm going to laugh. Yeah, be like, huh, I don't care, whatever, whatever. And then it was like the greatest party ever for three months. This time around, I'm like, I will cry if they get eliminated. I'll actually cry. <laughs> I will be like all of our Sharkies friends we grew up with who were crying when they won. I won't cry. I will I will cry if they win. I will cry if they lose. Yeah, right. Oh, it'll you just won't be, even be on watch. I don't think I'll be able to watch. Yeah, anyway. I don't think I will be able to. <laughs> oh, I, so that was hard. Yeah, my head mm. kind of says Cronulla. Same. And, I, and that's like me being brutally honest. And You are telling me right now, let's pretend we don't know Nico Hines, right? You are telling me right now him and Matt Moylan are not together. It. Oh, my God. But like like in my them, my head, I could see them versing Penrith, versing yes. the Storm. Yes. Uh, potentially versing the Roosters because yes. we know they love finals footy. I don't – Oh, imagine if it was Sharky's Chookies. Oh, that would be insane. Oh, it's like two bubbles. Oh, my like, God. It's like Shy Bubble, Eastern Suburbs Bubble. It's intense. Oh, it's so Sydney-focused. We haven't had a real Sydney-Sydney yeah. Sydney grand final but in I a long think, time. And this is my head and purely going off – previous seasons mm. I don't see Para South or Brisbane making the grand final yeah neither do I and I, I say that I reluctantly I, and because I think I'm we like, do this all the time sad we are re- neglecting Penrith again Penrith no. know how to play finals footy I, no no this they're is in my yeah, grand no. final I know they're in my grand like they're in there I'm not yeah. talking about I see Penrith making it too I'm just saying yeah I don't know. Oh, my oh. days. I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps thinking about it. And like, oh, the, but these teams and finals are so good. Well, the thing is, regardless of anything, like of whoever wins, I just feel so excited. And I've said it to so many people, this is the best time of the year. Mm. And all the teams are good quality. And I think can all, I mean, obviously some results don't say that, but I think that the top eight right now, great teams and will all show up in a big game. Yeah. So I think either way, it's going to be really, really exciting. It's going to be the be great final series. Yeah, like field goals and golden point and just sweating. Tries on the last tackle. tackle. Just oh, intense. Oh, God. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm so, so excited. And I'm nervous as well. Yeah. Oh, George Moore, give us your two cents. I reckon you're probably in agreement with us, but let us know. What do you think? Yeah, obviously a massive highlight for me last weekend watching and I do feel sad for Carlton. I really did want to see them in the eight this year. Um, But, you know, dogs through and through and I was stoked to see the Pies take that one. So my tips are the Cats to beat the Pies, but the Pies to come back swinging in the second round. I think the Ds will take the Swans. Obviously, the Doggies are going to take the Dockers. And I think it's going to be close between the Lions and the Tigers. But I think that... The Lions might get it done. You the real MVP. Now it's time for a segment that we call MVPs, where we each week award someone or something our own personal MVP title. Keely Silver, your MVP is a pretty good one. Classic. My MVP is 
the tortilla game, a very, very fun game. If you haven't seen it on TikTok or someone posting on Instagram, then you've been living under a rock. If you haven't played it, play it right now. Find Do someone, go buy a packet and, and know, play it. Surely you have a packet of tortillas in your house. Yeah. I only have mountain bread. I was thinking oh that. I was God. like, if Anyways. I was trying to do it in mine, it would be so soft. So for for context, Marley, this is my MVP. Okay, my sorry. MVP. It was fun. Um, so it was Nico, Marley, Jared Weeman and I. Jared Weeman, Marley's <laughs> full name. <laughs> and we, I suggested it because I've been wanting to play for ages and I know like – that me and Nico were going to go 100% because we're shit friends. <laughs> Nico and was, I knew was blinded, we man. I knew it was going to be funny. Anyway, we did it and we videoed it. Um, I will. I might get around to sharing that on the, the socials because it's really funny. Just me Marley's birthday in a few weeks and, it, and it, will be me, it will be videos of me slapping Marley. Play it. It's so fun. Um, there's like really loud sound effects. Um, it actually hurts too. My face. Oh no, it stinging. actually hurts. It stings, um, and yeah, it's just a great game. What Get a around time. It. Yeah, Georgia Moore, who's your MVP? My MVP this week is a good friend named Dante O'Reilly, and Dante is, I should note, a very handsome man. But he did some absolute stellar batting on Tuesday night, which is the time of recording. I went to watch some Last Man Stands cricket, which if you haven't heard of it, is a global competition. People all over the world play. The rules are slightly altered um, to make it a bit more exciting and it's a uh, 2020 game, so very fast-paced and good fun to watch. But Dante uh, scored 96 not out. He couldn't quite get the semi-final win for the team, but he batted absolutely brilliantly. The real highlight, though, was quite a casual cricket competition so they're not in whites most of the boys are just wearing shorts and he wore in cricket obviously they wear boxes so he wore his sports shorts stick with me on the visual here with his budgie smugglers over the top of the sports shorts to hold his box in place I did take a photo of it so that might make an appearance on the ground but it was just you know a great visual paired with some great batting this week it's hard for me to narrow my MVP down to one person because being back in the world of NRLW, I know I touched on it earlier in this episode, but oh my God, it warms me in ways that not, you know, few other things do. Uh, as I mentioned, I was down in Wollongong uh, last Thursday doing some filming with the Dragons girls and I got to do a lovely chat with Quincy Dodd and Andy Robinson and just hang out with the girls down there, see their training, talk to them about the upcoming season. And that made me so happy. I've been all up in the DMs of so many NRLW girls trying to get this content for uh, my other bit of work that I do. Uh, and everyone's just so nice. And then when I was at the game on Sunday, all the players are just so nice. It was nice to see people I haven't seen in a while. And I just, I just love them. I just love NRLW. NRLW is my MVP. Uh, and it just always feels like a warm hug when I get to be around it. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Now we come to our final segment of the show, which is our ones to watch, where we recommend what sport, event, or even a Netflix show you should be watching for the week ahead. Wow. Georgia Moore, what is your one to watch? 
my one to watch if you haven't seen this mentioned on the socials you're clearly not following enough sporting pages netflix and the international olympic committee have paired with executive producers Dwayne wade and lebron james to make a docuseries or a documentary actually i'm not entirely sure yet called the redeem team based on the americans Um, quest for gold at the Olympics and it was you know sort of the era of Kobe Bryant Dwayne obviously LeBron all of those sorts of big names and it was their first uh, it was following the first time at the Olympics they'd ever lost the gold so it was their you know their their charge back to the top of the podium um, and it was the 20, 2008 Olympics, I believe. So it's an A-list cast. Obviously, they're talking about some unseen footage, which rarely happens in documentaries anymore. So I'm I'm picturing the Last Dance vibes. I'm excited to see some footage of Kobe, um, and I just think it will be brilliant all round. So very excited to see what they can do there. I think LeBron has proven with uninterrupted time and time again that he is a content creator and he has the right lens for the kind of uh, footage that sports fans want to see. So I'm excited. My one to watch? Yeah, that's you, Keely. Thanks. My one to watch is one that I haven't watched. However, one I'm going to watch. Really? Um, yeah. A new film on Netflix. It's called Untold, The Girlfriend Who Didn't Exist. Ooh. It is a documentary. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, and it's about a college football star. I'll read what Netflix wrote. Mm. Just destined to play for the NFL, but questions surrounding Monty Teo's girlfriend led to an unexpected twist. Um, it's a two-part series, and in the trailer, it basically says that he's training, he's in a college, and like he's he's the star. And um, during a game, he had to pretend like nothing happened, but his girlfriend had died. Turns out it's a, like a full-on catfish. So I don't know the ins and outs, but it comes up. He was like, I had no idea what this was. And then someone said to me, I think you've been catfish. And it comes up like with a Google search of what catfish, the definition. Um, It's really wild. And then in the documentary as well, it flips to this other person who is like, yeah, it wasn't supposed to go this big. And it's the catfish person. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw someone put this on their story. Yes, Brayden Ueli yes, actually put okay. a story and was like, you're not the victim yeah, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. person who catfished. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. we love Catfish oh, yeah, um, as, a, as a I show. I have watched all the series. It's the best. Um, this one looks like a really interesting one. I have no it's idea what the outcome is. sad, isn't it? I don't know. I don't have an opinion yet, but I'm going to watch it, so you should watch it. Okay, I'm going to watch it for sure. My one to watch, you, it's purely come to my mind because you've mentioned Netflix shows. Keely, I don't know. If <gasps> yeah, I know. And I was going to message you that there's a new glow up series. Oh, okay. No, I didn't know that. Oh. This is good as well, though. You're oh. going to like oh, this. I was going to say, it's a new series. If you don't watch glow up, it's the makeup, the makeup one. one. That's yeah. a great show. I didn't yeah. know that was. So this new is, we're season. getting all lots of gems. Because they're talking about COVID and stuff. It's wild. They're like COVID trained, like based home. Oh. No, like the one of a few of them are like, yeah, when COVID happened, I, I became, became a makeup, makeup artist. artist. Oh my yeah, God, okay. Love really it. Yeah. Um, no, in the same vein, next week, new Rick and Morty. <gasps> That's massive. Yes, new Rick If and you haven't watched Rick and Morty, grow up. You're a loser. If you, and if there, you know some people are like, oh, I don't watch cartoons. Internet, and and I'm like, it's, oh. not, it's not a cartoon It's like kids. South Park. Like if you don't watch South fantastic. Park, you're a loser. It's fantastic. Like it's adult it's, cartoons. Yes, yes. And you need to get around it. And Rick there's a new season coming. Good morning. And I'm excited as. New season. 
new season. So they've like not – is it one episode a week like last time? Oh, maybe. Mm. But it's a new Boo. season. Anyway, I'm excited. Can't so binge. that's coming out as well. Yeah. So we've got lots of things to watch. None of them related to sports. <laughs> no, mine was an end of mine when mine yeah, was. Yeah, but still. Oh, anyway, that brings us to the end of the show. What was that face for? I just watched Anna Southwell's knee on NRL Physio. Yeah, that's really sad as well. Ah, uh, shit. Anyway, sad for Hannah, but happy that you stayed around and listened to us. Okay. Um... Uh, hopefully I get two W's this weekend, one Friday night um, and one Sunday morning. Is that what this part of the show is for? For you to just put your own wishes out into the universe? Yeah. <laughs> what do I wish for? Hopefully Molly gets us on a date this week. I actually have something to tell you on her oh mic. Um, okay, goodbye. I gotta Make go. Sure you- Molly, I have to go. Wait, quickly, just quickly. I have to go. Molly, quickly. I have to go. Yeah, one second. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening. Uh, Follow us on Instagram at Chicks and Balls Pod. You know all the things. You're here. You're here every week. We love you. If it's your Get first time, DMs. that's weird. That No, but welcome. We, would, we would, yeah. yeah. We welcome all. Please come and listen. Okay, um, goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>